0: Curtis, uh, Curtis may have done that. I've seen Curtis feed the homeless on the streets of New York. I mean this. in The subways on the streets of New York with his own fingers literally stick food in the homeless people's mouths which is everything as gross as pulling a booger out of some young kid's nose in Jerusalem. Curtis, good morning, buddy. How are
1: you? Oh, just enjoying my breakfast uh, with your uh, conversation <laughs> with Justin and <laughs> Alec about boogers and me uh, sticking food down the throats of homeless people. But i got to stop for a second. You talked about all those children. Let me let me go back to Gnome's daddy, Carl, age 93. It's too bad that Sid, with all all the traveling you and your family are doing to see the Holy Land for the very first time, you won't have a chance to stop at Haifa, right on the Mediterranean. I think it's the third largest city when I was there in Israel, and it goes right on up to Mount Carmel. A lot of Arabs, about 25% of the population are Arabs, but I will tell you this. And let me just
0: say this, since we've been here two days ago, there was one of those 25% of Arabs who got out of his car a couple days ago with an axe, tried to commit a terrorist act, and they shot him dead right outside his car.
1: Oh, yeah, and there have been suicide bombings there before in restaurants, uh, on the buses, over a 100 dead uh, after the Second Intifada. That's when I was there. But I will tell you, I was in the section there, mostly Arab section, called Abbas. And there is an oil refinery nearby, one of these huge oil refineries, like you would see on the New Jersey Turnpike, you know, the old Hess refinery on your way going south. And it is uh, the largest in Israel. And it's only 80 miles from the Lebanese border. And in Lebanon, Hezbollah has 150,000 rockets trained on Israel. They want to obliterate Haifa because it's got chemical uh, containers there it's the industrial hub of Israel imagine 150,000 sophisticated many of them long range far more powerful rockets than anything Hamas has and they're all trained to obliterate Israel and take out Haifa the last time they they poured missiles into Haifa half the population had to flee Carl did not. 93 years old. No, I salute your dad, Carl, who never surrenders, who never retreats, who never runs. Braver than any damn Jew here in America who like, oh, my God. Oh, Oh, Saddam Hussein was sending Scud missiles into Israel. Oh, I'll never go to Israel. I'm so afraid. That's, that's a true. man's man, Noam Instead,
0: dad. Now, now, in terms of geography, Curtis, because you seem to know Israel as well as Brooklyn, you're an amazing guy, you really are, uh, those towns that Hamas attacked in the south, okay, Gaza and just north of that, they are right there on the water where Tel Aviv is too. When you go north of Tel Aviv, that's when you hit places like Haifa, Uh, Netanya, and when you stay north, just north, not northeast, not northwest,
1: stay north, that's when you hit places like Beirut in Lebanon, yes? Absolutely, and remember, after the second Lebanon war, in which, this is after Ehud Barat retreated and took back the the 10-mile buffer zone, uh, and made it even easier for Israel to be attacked by Hezbollah. And, you know, their, their leader, Nasrallah, who looks like the dark lord of Sith, you know, Palpatine. Yeah, know, I- Israel knows its enemy is Iran. Hezbollah does not exist without the Ayatollahs in Iran. And, again, they have said if we can only get two bombs— made in our nuclear development uh, program deep in the mountains, we're going to drop one on Israel. Now, Israel will pour like half of its 80 nuclear weapons, right? They will turn Iran into a glass highway. But remember, they cannot be allowed to have a nuclear weapon. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. BB will be out as soon as there's an election. BB, if there's one thing left, you do you must attack the nuclear weapons development system that is deep and buried in the mountains of Iran. You must do what Menachem Begin did to take out Saddam Hussein's nuclear weapon capacity. And recently they did in Syria. Bashir Assad was developing nuclear yes, weapons yes. with the North Koreans and they took him out. You yep. must do that. They are going to pour these rockets into Israel.
0: I think you're right, and that is a genuine anxiety and a genuine fear every day here. And, again, I want to make it clear, like I made it to John Katzmatidis. He did a great interview with me yesterday, that they're not afraid. There's a difference between an anxiety and fear and being afraid. No one here is afraid, nobody. But that is certainly in the back of their minds, Curtis, what you just talked about. So. Well, let me, right, mention, we let
1: me mention one other yeah. thing. For a lot of our listeners who've never been to Israel, Jews or Gentiles, they probably saw the great movie, I know I did, in 1960, Exodus. You know, Paul Newman, Lee J. Cobb talking about the Jews fleeing Europe. You know, most of those boats ended up landing in Haifa. That was the immigration port of entry. And the Brits were trying to snatch them up because they hated the Jews and they hated the state of Israel and put them in concentration camps on the island of Cyprus and prevent them from making their aliyah to Israel. So everyone needs to know the history. Just look at the movie Exodus, right? Everybody probably saw it at one point. Haifa was the place that they would all come in, the point of entry. And Hezbollah in Iran wants to wipe that city off the face of Israel's map. Yep.
0: that is all true so taking it back to new york though adams versus adams i said this early in the 6 a.m hour back in new york which of course is closer to the 2 p.m hour here in israel but adams versus adams is not a fight that eric is supposed to lose to adrian but in this case not rocky's wife adrian adams gets the win your thoughts.
1: He is Adrian Adams Maytag. He got his ass kicked up, down, every which way for the city to see. He's got no balls. He he, he's, he can't grow a set. Look, the original vote was 35 to 9, 35 to 9. All he had to do was pick off seven others that were standing there just waiting to be wine-dined and lobbied. Do you know that he never took 10 minutes out of his day to call any of those swing votes? How serious is he about that? All he wants are photo ops. Oh, I'm up in Harlem. I'm in ride-alongs. I'm in my bulletproof vest. This guy does not know how to administer the city. He has no juice in Albany, no juice in Washington. Oh, Joe Biden, give me some money. And now he can't even control any city council members. The only ones who voted with him? The common sense caucus. He couldn't even keep any of his moderate Democrats. The guy is a waste, and all he does is cry. Oh, woe is me. Hey, not woe is you. Woe is us. You see those illegal aliens kicking police ass in Times Square. Stop. On them, and they got cut loose. This is a gang assault, pickpocketing, jostling, going into stores, shoplifting, committing crimes, going into people's homes, as you have reported, right in your backyard of Bell Harbor and the Ponset in the Rockaways. And what does the mayor do for his friends, the illegal aliens that he brought in here? Nothing. They get arrested, cut loose because they're untouchables. Look at that video, Sid. They kicked these two police officers while they were down. They st- stomped him. It was a gang assault and they were all cut loose to go back and do it again. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this?